Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite Fatboy Ray Ray right you with another Fatboy Takes. On uh, today's pod, I have a special guest. I have my buddy Sal on here. Sal, what's going on, man? Lifelong Laker fan. Lifelong Laker fan, boys. He's in a, we're gonna t- talk a little bit about the Lakers. Uh, I'm gonna pick. We're gonna pick our four teams from the East and West. We're gonna pick our MVP, our Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so that's what's on tap for today's pod. Uh, Sal, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy? Well, like I said, I'm a lifelong Laker fan. You know, I've been a Laker fan since, well, me and Ray were talking a little earlier, but since I was in diapers. Um, <laughs> story goes that my dad and my uncles used to play basketball at my house because we had a court. I used to be a kid watching them play, fell in love with it. And my dad was, was a Laker fan too, so he, you know, grew up watching Magic. Um and all those guys during the Showtime Lakers. And then once I was able to understand what was going on, you know, that was during the Shaq and Kobe days. And it just took off from there, man. It's just been been a natural wow. natural thing. Wow. So the, my man has been a Lakers fan since he was in, in Pampers, basically. So with, with, with knowing that, how do you feel about, like, all these, like, Braun sexuals? Like, with all these new Laker Braun fans? Bro, I'm not. I'm no stranger to bandwagons, bro. You know, over the years we've definitely had these bandwagon Laker fans who then became Warrior fans, and now who knows who they're rooting for? Maybe the Clippers. Um, but now, nah, dude, this whole LeBron thing is is been even different to to experience, bro. We got dudes talking about LA Bronze and stuff like that, and it's like this ain't no Cleveland, man. You can't just come here and be like, all right, this is my city. Like you got to prove yourself. You know, you got to win championships. And how do you feel about him proving himself so far? Well, we already we already know how that that went the the, fir- the first go around. So um, I'm hoping that that we can turn things around here. So so this year, you think a turnaround year, playoff yeah. mode activated since the beginning? Um, I don't know. I, I hope so. I hope so. But uh, <laughs> I don't like what I'm seeing so far. I'll tell you that in preseason. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, with you, uh, you saying you're already seeing issues. What are these issues you're already seeing with the team? Well, it's not that it's bad, man. It's you know the the new guy, the new horse we got in our stable, AD. He's uh he's doing some some big things, even on on limited uh limited shooting. I don't think he's been shooting well, but he's still been able to be productive. But um, definitely, like there's some things that I've seen, you know, as far as defense, um, that I'm not liking, and the fact that it's being echoed by by Coach Vogel. Um, I think it may just be a problem that continues into the season and it's not just like a, a feel thing. So one of the things that I'm seeing is that um, the bigs are sagging a lot off of, uh, you know, contesting shots at the perimeter. And I saw that there was an interview that Vogel had and he said the reason, well, not he wasn't explaining himself, but he said that he wanted to implement this system where the bigs are not chasing guards on the perimeter. And the way that that's translated is is uh, opposing teams getting wide open shots, man, coming off of screens because the bigs just aren't aren't getting there in time because they're just sagging way too much. So sagging way too much so far. Uh, how do you feel about the offense so far? Oh, the offense, man, is definitely not what we expected. You know, coming into this off season, there was a glaring thing that we needed to fix as a team. You know, the Lakers, um, and that was three point shooting. Now on paper. Um, that was supposed to be solved by guys like, uh, you know, Danny Green and guys like, um, God, what's his name? Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Uh, 
the guy they got from the Sun, Troy Daniels, um, he was supposed to be another shooter that was supposed to step in and, and do well. But these past couple of games that they've had in preseason, man, they're not shooting too great. I know it's just a small sample size, but you feel yeah. like that that will carry on into the season? Well, the thing is, man, that shooting is one of those things where, um, unfortunately, it, it can be streaky. But for this team to be effective, you know, it needs to be something that can be consistent. And to compete in the NBA, like, there's a lot of teams that three-point shooting is is got to be there, man. And mm-hmm. the fact that it's preseason and these dudes have had a summer of work and are not coming out of the gates and shooting well, you know, it's... It's not not inspiring a whole lot of confidence, I but see. you know, hopefully they're able to to pick it up. I see. Uh, just uh, talking about that point, uh, I know that AD said he was uh, working on his three point shot, and he's shooting what? Uh, AD shooting like eighteen percent from three, and that's something he worked on in the off season. That's yeah. that's right now is pretty concerning. I know it's a small sample size, but like I said, uh, he literally was saying that all over the place he's been working on the three ball uh just because he feels like it's gonna open more things up for them but uh shooting 18 percent yikes it's i just checked it's actually worse than that it's 14 it's 14 percent danny Oof. danny green is shooting 18 percent which danny is shocking green, to me yeah. which is shocking to me right that you got that guy for his shooting Okay. Especially with the amount of money we're paying them, you know. Fifteen mil a year, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not that's not a good thing to see, you know, in the stat sheets. But you know, I will give it to them. It is preseason and hopefully this is something that they can fix going forward, but um I just I really hope it doesn't stay this way throughout the season. So yeah, so hopefully they can fix those fix those issues. So you think they're putting the league on notice? I don't know, man. I can't say all that. Um but it is a team with a lot of potential, man. And I know the way that it's structured, it, it can work on paper. Um, but we'll see if that actually translates into into winning basketball during the season. Do you think this is a 50-win team? I think so. If they do if they do a lot of the things that I, I hope they do right, then yeah, I think so. Uh, are you not concerned about injuries? How do you feel about this whole, you know, old man LeBron over here? Definitely, man. Definitely con- concerned about injuries, um, especially given that LeBron has played so long without any major injuries. I'm a little scared, you know. Obviously, I'm a Laker fan. I remember when this happened with Kobe. You know, we were relying a lot on him to, to fix a lot of our uh, issues on that team, and it ended up being that Father Time just got the best of him, and I hope that doesn't happen with LeBron this year. So you feel that LeBron... Uh if anybody's going to get injured, you think it's going to be LeBron, not AD? Because we do know AD's made out of glass, too. Well, yeah. Well, AD's already got that, that, oh, that thumb, thumb injury. That thumb Shit, spring. you're right. Totally so, forgot he's already yeah. injured. On both sides, man, just kind of standing on pins and needles, hoping that these dudes don't, you know, just biting my nails, hoping that they don't go down. But, uh, you know, theoretically, we got more help this year, and maybe that'll that'll take some of the load off of these okay, guys. Okay, okay. Bonus question. How do you feel about the Clippers? The Clippers should be good, man. However, I will say that PG and Kawhi are probably the, a player that's of the same like type. They're cut from the same cloth, man. And I don't know how that necessarily will work. Um, they're both guys that need the ball. I know that 
Um, Kawhi is not seen as somebody like a Westbrook that like just over dribbles and does too much, but he definitely needs the ball to operate, and so does PG. That's part of the big reason that PG and uh, and Russ were probably not able to coexist in in Oklahoma. So we'll see what that ends up looking like. Yeah, but this listen, I have a thing. I agree with some of that, but I have a thing. Doc Rivers will find a way to make it work. Remember. This isn't Billy Donovan coaching the fucking the fucking Clippers, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I have a feeling Doc will figure it out. But I like that take on the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers will be really good. Uh, obviously, they made the playoffs last year playing nothing but team ball. Not yeah. a single superstar on that team. And now they're going to add two superstars. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, bro. The the Clippers, are they got some dogs, man. I'm a Laker fan, but I was a big fan of the way that the Clippers played last year. You know, um... They have uh, Montrez Harrell, who's hustling at all times on the court. They got, um, God, what's that little dude's name? Beverly. Beverly, Patrick Beverly. That dude's a junkyard dog, man. And they, they, I mean, I, maybe my take on the Clippers is, is me hoping that they don't do too well, but uh, I, I do think that they might be a very, very scary team. Oh, that's right. You're not about the Clippers nation. We all no. know that. Exactly. So, I don't know. To me, I feel... That when it comes down to it, like when you have to get a bucket on those guys, I just feel like it's good luck. Oh, yeah. Three defensive oh, players of the year nominees on the same team. That is just insane to me. Rip. It's like, how are you going to get a bucket on that? Like, shit. Good luck. All right, all right. Enough about the Lakers right now and Clippers for now. Uh, so I'm going to go with my four picks for the West right now. Uh, for my top four picks for the West, this year are going to be the... These are in no particular order. Before you guys are all like, oh, you're number one and number two. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors. My sleeper is the Blazers. Uh, I picked the Lakers. Obviously, AD, LeBron. Bearing no major injuries. This team should be able to win. Uh, I have a feeling this team going to win like 55 games. If they don't load management the shit out of LeBron and AD. And they don't have any injuries. Uh, I think... Uh, obviously, I don't think LeBron can play defense anymore. I think he's just too old. So, he's they're going to get they're gonna get attacked on the defensive end a lot. Him and Kuzma, I feel like those two players are like their two weak links on defense. And everybody's going to go at them. But, nonetheless, I still think they'll be able to defend well enough to get a top four seed. I'm going to go with the Clippers as well. Obviously, the Clippers just loaded up. They got Kawhi. They got Beverly. They got George. Uh, also, their bench is legit. You can't really, you know, people are over here saying that their bench is not that good. And I'm like, literally, they have two six-man of the year. Well, that six-man of the year is on that bench. And a candidate for the six-man of the year is also on that bench. So, I just feel like the Clippers are just... Loaded. The team's good all around. You already know that team's going to be great defensively. Um, and then my third pick is the Nuggets. Uh, I'm a Joe Keek guy. A lot of people out there just keep calling Joe Keek fat, tubalard, whatever the hell you want to call him. But that guy is a monster. Literally 20 points. That's a double-double machine. One of the best. Probably He is probably the best big passing big man in the league. That There is no arguing that. If you want to argue with that shit, go look at every other big man's stat so then you can waste your fucking time because I don't fucking write. No arguing that shit. And then um, 
I think the scheme that team runs is just it's just good team ball. They're very great defensively. Uh, they shoot the three ball well. And then also, I'm expecting another big leap from Jamal Murray. Last year, he had a big leap. I expect another big leap this year. And, yeah, that's why I picked the Nuggets at three. I'm going to go with the Warriors at four. Uh, there's I don't know how the Warriors are not in some people's list. That team is fucking nasty. Regardless, I know they lost Clay for most of the season. But this team is going to win 50 games easily. There's just no way I sleep on this team. Uh, this team um, still has Curry. D'Angelo Russell is a good player. Um, Will Colley Stein solid. Obviously, they got green. They, and this team is just literally the scheme that's in place. It works. Move the ball. Get shots off screens. Defend well. It's just winning formula. Uh, and then my sleeper is the Blazers. The only reason I don't know about the Blazers, like I can't put them in my top four, is because Damian Lillard is just, that's a big question mark to me. It's like you don't know what guy you're getting. Like I've, I've said this many times before, you don't know if you're getting the the killer or the passive guy. So that's my picks for the West. Sal, what are your picks for the West? My list is pretty similar to yours. I think there's just one substitution here. So okay. I still went with the Lakers. And the reason I went with the Lakers is because, like I said, on paper, they have the potential to be a really great team. Um, they got a guy that, um, spoiler warning, I feel like AD has uh, the potential and, and can pull off the, the defensive player of the year, especially with a team like this that needs him to clean up a lot of the stuff that they do wrong. Um, and then just the offense, man, when that gets going, I know that him and Rondo have a bunch of chemistry right now on the floor because they had that year playing together. But uh, once it develops with LeBron James being the ball handler, man, I think this team can just do a whole lot on offense. Pick and rolls? Pick and rolls, man. Pick and roll city. Okay. Um, and with the shooters, once they start doing well, um, I think that that can open up the floor even more. So my number two pick is... And no, this no, wait, is, wait again, a minute, wait yeah. a minute. What about Kyle Kuzma, though? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, in order for the Lakers to be successful here, I think that Kyle Kuzma really, really needs to, to uh, fill that role of, like, the third star. And as a matter of fact, I don't think that they'll be able to win a championship without him being, you know, productive. And the reason that Kyle Kuzma is an X-Factor to me, and it's all contingent on how they use him. You know, I think these past okay. couple of seasons, he's been used a lot as a power forward. And he kind of struggles with, with bigger guys, you know. And But I think that if they use him as like a, a small forward, maybe coming off the bench um, or in a small ball lineup, he he really bullies people, um, you know, smaller defenders. He he does well against them, and you know, once they they run the ball, he's really tough to stop in transition. Yes, agreed, he's, agreed. Yeah, he's definitely he's, he's a bull coming down down the hill. So. Good luck stopping that guy in transition. Exactly. Dunk or layup. Exactly. Or foul. So that, and then I know that he's not known for his defense, but there was a lot of instances that I saw from last season that he's actually a pretty competent defender when he's defending a smaller guy. He does a really good job of using his length um, and a little bit of that, that, that athleticism. He's got a little bounce to him. I know he doesn't look, look like it, but he's got a little bit of athleticism to him. So, um, like I said, that transition game, um, he's, is what worked a lot with Lonzo. I think, you know, if he can, continues going there, that'll be good. And then not only that, but Kyle Kuzma, 
um, the thing that makes him a really, really good third star with LeBron is that he's able to get his, you know, his points and stuff like that on limited dribbles. I mean, if you go back and watch tape on him, he doesn't really need the ball to be to be productive, man. He can catch and shoot. He can catch and come off, take a couple little dribbles, and, and do his thing. And I think that that's why he's he's gonna be uh, a big X factor X factor in their success. Okay. How about the your other picks? Um, I also have the Clippers in my list, and that's a no brainer. You know, they're a tough team. They're they're a tough minded group of guys. You got Lou Will coming off the bench, like you said. Um, they got a lot of guys that can that can do stuff. You know what I mean? That they they can come off and be productive, and they're just going to be tough to score on, man. And I think that um, you know, with the three point shooting and a lot of offensive stuff coming out in the game now, people have kind of forgotten. I wouldn't say forgotten, but like underappreciated the 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 defense. But I think mm-hmm. that's a thing. That's a that's a big theme that these Clippers are going to have, and they're gonna they're gonna really. Uh, show that off that they're going to be tough to score on they're going to be monsters on the defensive oh, yeah. end I agree uh, do you think this will be the best defensive team in the league I think so same here I, I think agree. so yeah there's no um, one really competing with them okay so who are your other picks I got Portland in my top four and okay. I know that you said that that's not a, a team that you have in your in your top four because of Damian Lillard but I do think that Damian Lillard comes back and he gets he gets better every year you know, people criticize him for, for having rap albums and stuff in the summer. But this dude is a guy that's dedicated, man. He stays in the gym. He wants to win um, a championship with the Blazers. And I, I really buy into the fact that he's committed, man. I know that okay. he's been criticized in the past few years. And he's not a dude that, like, he comes in and he's just the same guy. You know what I mean? I think he really takes the criticism. And he works on the stuff in his game that has, uh, you know, the deficiencies. So... I think that he'll come up and, and do something big, but uh, I think Hassan Whiteside, the fact that they picked him up and the fact that they can kind of integrate him into that system in Portland, I think that's what he needs. He needs that, that amount of stability to be able to be as productive as we used to see him being um, You know, when he, was, when he was playing alongside D. Wade in Miami. Um, so I think he'll have a lot of success here. Um, I know Nurkic is a question mark because of his injury. I hope, I hope he's able to come back and, and do what he does, you know, uh, give them the production that they need. C.J. McCollum, we all saw last year's playoffs. That dude is a stud. Monster. I'm not I'm not going to be betting against that guy. And then Pau Gasol, I think Pau Gasol, um, maybe he's not the player he used to be, but he has a lot to add in value as far as being a veteran in the league. So I think that's going to be something that plays out in, in Portland's favor. And the last team that I have in my top four is the Nuggets. And the Nuggets, the reason for that is is because that they're just a well-oiled machine, man. At every point, these guys play team basketball, and that all comes from the leadership of their coach. You know, I think he does a, a good job of keeping these guys pointed in the right direction. He has them playing the right type of ball. Yep, um, Jokic is a stud, man. <laughs> That guy, um, I know I mentioned Paul Gasol earlier, and I think that he is a Paul Gasol on steroids. He's just a really smart dude. He's got a high basketball IQ. He can pass out of the post. He can shoot the three. He can do. He can do it all, man. He's strong. I know people call him soft, but he's he's a big dude, man. He's tough to move. So another thing I forgot to mention, though, the two man game between Joe Keek and Murray mm-hmm. is absolute disgusting as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. They have that. They're two. Those guys literally insane playing together 
Definitely. It's like you said, that team basketball, they just play great team basketball, and they play great team defense. So that team will be hard to beat. Who is your sleeper? My sleeper is actually the Warriors, man. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Um, the Warriors are my sleeper only because during the regular season, I don't think they're going to make, um, obviously, as big a splash as they were used to making in these past couple of years. And that's because they're going to be missing a lot of that perimeter defense that Clay brought to the table, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be um, something that opposing teams are really going to exploit. You know, they're, they're not going to have that guy. You know, D'Angelo Russell's not going to chase people around no, full not. court the way Clay did. No, so, but I do think that D'Angelo Russell has something to add to that team. Oh, you know, definitely. Being, being as good a shooter. I, I have been a D'Angelo Russell. I bought into D'Angelo Russell from day one. I knew that he was going to be a good player. Um, and that has shown, you know, it's all culminated th- thus far in what he did with uh, with the Nets last year. True. You yes. know, I think that he was a pretty shown to be a pretty competent leader. Um, he can pass the ball. I know that that's one thing that people don't always uh, really look at with D'Angelo Russell, but he, you know, he's comfortable shooting off, you know, off the pass, off the dribble. He can do a lot of things well on offense. Um, and the reason that they're my sleeper is because they can come out in the playoffs. And theoretically, yeah, with with Clay being back on the team, and I think that they can catch a lot of people off guard, man. So, uh, do you think uh, Clay will be effective? I know he's just going to come back from injury. I know a lot of people are saying that. Oh, now he's not going to be as good as he was. How do you feel about Clay and that injury? Well, um, I do think that it is a concern. But however, in the past few years, you know, with the with the way that medicine and, and surgeries and the NBA has been working out, man. That injury has proven not to be as career-ending as it once was. You know what I mean? Um, there's dudes that have come back and have, have been just as 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 effective, you know, um, in recent years. But everybody's always like, it takes a year or two. But me, I feel basically Clay. All I need Clay on the floor for is obviously to shoot. Yeah. And we already know that that shit is like riding a bike to these guys, especially to a player like him. Exactly. It's just going to be, okay. I, I remember how to do this. Just start splashing shit like like he's known to do. It's like those tapes, man. Those little those little gems you find with like Larry Legend. You know when he steps into the gym and he just lights it up as old as he is now. You know it's, shooting is one of those things that you just if you got it you got it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I agree with you one hundred percent. So that's that is our four picks for the West. Hopefully. They're pretty legit. Hopefully they're not. They don't be. Hopefully they age well. All right. So hopefully the West picks age well. Here are my top four picks for the East. Obviously, no order again. Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Raptors. I picked the Bucks just because Giannis. Spoiler alert. I think Giannis going to win another MVP. Uh, The team saw it. Even though I feel like losing Brogdon was a big loss. To me, that was like their... He's probably the best defensive player they had outside of Giannis. And he was a really good shooter. I don't know how you really replace a 40% shooter from the three, 90% shooter from the free throw line. He shot 50% from, from the field the whole season, which is incredible. I don't know how you, you know, replace that. Uh, I guess they thought Wesley Matthews was a good replacement. I don't think that guy's going to put up. Great numbers like Brogdon did, but I still think they'll be up there. Just Giannis is just too insane. That's how I feel. The Sixers, and then I picked the Sixers. 
Uh, to me, the biggest issue with the Sixers to me is they're not going to be able to space the floor. They're going to literally have to try to score everything in the paint. Uh, are you buying the the Ben Simmons shooting threes? By the way, Sal. You know what? Um, I since I play basketball, I I did a lot of like tweaking my shot to getting it to be consistent. And his form don't look bad, man. Um, like I said, the NBA is is a whole another monster. So that's that's uh to be to be seen. Okay, so to be determined. Yeah, to be determined. Okay. But uh, you know, the form is there. Okay, so the form is there. Okay, I guess we'll find out. He has 82 games to prove to us that he can shoot the three ball. Uh, but, like I said, I feel that they can't really space the floor. The best shooter they have was, well, they had was Redick, but Redick left. So, the only one out of the, the dudes that are going to be the starters that can shoot the three ball well, the only one is Al Horford, but he's a damn power forward. I don't know if they're going to want him sitting out in the perimeter, perimeter all day long. And then that's another issue I think they might have. They might uh, Al Horford and Embiid. I don't know how it's gonna work. Like, who does what? So we'll see how that goes. For my third pick, I have the Celtics. I think a lot of people think the Celtics are done, but if you think the Celtics are done, I think you're freaking crazy. Uh, Gordon Hayward. I know he's looked super solid in the two preseason games. He looks more like himself. I think he's the X factor to that team because we already know what you're going to get from Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, obviously Kemba. You know, this team's going to be solid. The, this team is going to struggle defensively, I feel, a bit. Like, I know Jason and Jalen can play defense well. Um, Gordon's an okay defender. Kemba is, I don't know, he's, he's up in there. I don't know if he can defend well or not. I guess we got to see. And depending who is a starter at center, we all know Ernest Cantor is allergic to defense. Everybody knows that. <laughs> There's no debating that. Ernest Cantor is a walking meme, bro. Yes, Ernest Cantor is a walking meme. Everybody knows that he's a clown. So we're going to see how that goes. But I know the C's kept dice and they signed. Uh, and also they still have Robert Williams. So we're going to see because right now the Celtics, we don't know who the starting center is. Nobody. Brad Stevens, to this day, has not said who the starting center is. So we'll find out. Also, I think that team will be good. Obviously, they have Brad Stevens, Popovich Jr., basically. And then my fourth team is the Raptors. I think the Raptors are still good enough to be a top-four team in the East because I feel the East has gotten so weak with all these players leaving. Um, I can't – I don't have – I. A lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't think they're better than the Nets, but I don't think the Nets are as good as these dudes. I just don't see it. They still have Paul Gasol, Kyle Lowry, Siakam, the most improved player last year. I think they have enough to make some noise in the East. My sleeper is going to be the Pacers. I really like, I like, I love that Brogdon pickup. Him and Oladipo are going to be terrorizing backcourts. Uh, but the thing is, the only problem is Oladipo I think he's out until like mid-December, maybe even more. So that team's success is going to come when Oladipo gets back. So I think this team will do okay in the regular season, but they'll like shine in the playoffs when they're fully healthy. But we'll see. Um, those are my picks for the East. So what are your picks for the East? So my picks for the East, 
uh, to be honest, my East list was a little is really tough actually because the East isn't terribly deep. But I will say that I am still liking the Nets. I know a lot of people are kind of writing them off because KD is not healthy. But, you know, that team had a lot of success last year with um, D'Angelo Russell at the reins. And I think, um, you know, Kyrie is just obviously an improvement in that in that department. So um, I think that guys like uh, that center that they got, you know, the guy with the big afro, um, <laughs> he's, he's a really good defender. Um, Karis Levert is is a, is a really good player too. It was a big part of their success, and Spencer Dinwiddie. They retained a lot of that that core, and that that team was really um, synonymous with like good chemistry, good culture. So I think they're gonna continue that, and they're gonna do well in the East. Oh, cool. I think the Bucks are gonna do well. You know, I think Giannis is just too much to stop. Um, the Bucks are gonna continue to 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 do well, especially since they retain Middleton. Middleton was a big part of the reason that they did well. Um, we're going to have to see how that the loss of, uh, of Brogdon um, ends up playing out for them because I know that he was um, he did a lot for them as far as you know making good decisions, playing defense, hitting threes. Um, he was an X factor for sure. So we're going to see how that plays out. But I, again, like I said, I think the East is is just not deep enough for them not to be in the conversation still. Um, uh, also on my list is the Sixers. The Sixers again, um, they are a, they're on paper a really good team. Uh, ben Simmons, if he starts shooting the three, they can they can be pretty formidable. But the the question mark that I have with that team is that they're not terribly deep, man. No. You know, any one of those guys goes down, and they don't they don't have a suitable replacement anywhere on that squad. So um, maybe they'll you know with the loss of Redick and that shooting. They'll ask more from Tobias Harris, but even then, Tobias Harris is not known to be like a, a, a shooter, just like Reddick was. Or the guy. Yeah, or the guy. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that, that ends up playing out with them. Uh, the Celtics will also be um, on my list. But the question mark with me, with them, is is the fact that they lost Kyrie and... Uh, and Big Al? God, yeah, Big Al. Whoa. So Big Al was the only person to have shown any success in guarding Giannis, and I think that they, when when they meet up with a team like that, like the Bucks, they're just not gonna have an answer, bro. Or a team with a good center. Yeah, I agree. They're just not gonna have an answer, man. Um, so that's a huge question mark. We'll see how Brad Stevens ends up. Uh, he has to find a way to hide Cantor. Yeah, and if there's anybody that's capable of doing that, any capable coach, it would be Brad Stevens. Okay. So we'll see how that ends up uh, panning out. And for my sleeper, I actually chose the Raptors. And the reason that I chose, I put the Raptors here is I think Kawhi was a huge part of their success, man. The fact that you lost that, you know, one of the best players in the NBA right now, it it definitely puts a damper on on what you're able to do. Um, But Siakam, I'm expecting even more growth from Siakam. I know that he won the most improved player, and I don't think he's done. I I think that that guy has got whole lot of potential so we'll see what he ends up becoming now that he's going to be clear-cut the man for that team yeah he's going to be the man correct so we'll see we'll see how that plays out um like you said they have enough to still be pretty formidable but i don't think they're going to have the same amount of success that they had last year and that's why they're my they're my sleeper pick okay how how many wins are you going to predict for the teams in the west their top four um it's going to be 50 plus for For, sure for all of them yeah okay how about in the East? 
in the east, uh, maybe 40. 40 plus? 40 plus. I think the only team that wins uh, 50 plus is the Bucks. Well, I say the Bucks 50, 50 plus Bucks. Uh, the 76ers, I'm going to go with like 45. The Celtics around 45 as well. The Raptors are going to win like 40, around 40. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty reasonable. Just, well, f- well, they're not, they're going to win like 45. Like, I'm not saying like 40 on the, like, the Sixers, Celtics, Raptors, 45, 45, 48 around there. The Bucks are the ones that are going to win the 50 plus. Yeah, I see that. Mm, and that's our picks for the West and East. Uh, who is your pick for the MVP? My pick is Giannis. Okay. Giannis. Um, especially if he's developed some sort of a jump shot. That's just how good he is. You know, if he can get some to go in, he's he's a lock for MVP, man. He's just too much, too much to handle. And your rookie? My rookie's going to be Zion. I think that's another foolproof. I mean, Yeah, barring. that's a foolproof. No injuries. That's MVP yeah. rookie of the year. I got the same. Defensive player of the year? My defensive player of the year, I'm rolling with AD. Oh, know? man, really? Yeah. AD? And that's because... He's never been in the conversation, though. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, he can use his length. He can use his athleticism. The fact that he's mobile. He's a guy that can defend one through five, man. And that's, oh, not, something, that's not something you see... A lot see of players can do. ...very often. And not only that, he's in a situation now where it's going to be required Required. It's do or die. Yeah, exactly. The success of the team is going to be on him. Exactly. And I think okay. AD is a capable dude. He's going to step up and he's going to get the job done. So I'm picking okay, AD. As so, okay, so for my MVP, I have Giannis. The simple fact that the Bucks are going to have to rely on him even more now. They, got their, they ain't got Brogdon. I know Middleton just got paid, but I I am not a big Chris Middleton guy. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel that Chris Middleton got overpaid. Way overpaid, actually. Because I feel that Middleton only had that one good series against the Seas. Then he kind of disappeared the rest of the way. Um, But I think Giannis will win the MVP. Um, Just, he's going to... He's probably going to be on the best team in the East. And there's no other team that that needs somebody to play as good as, as he good does. As he does for any team. Yeah, so he's definitely the the major X factor yes. in his team success. I feel the same way. I can't. There's no way I go at Harden anymore. The simple fact that I could not go at Harden is because he has Russell Westbrook now. They're going. I'm telling you guys right now, those two are gonna butt heads. They're both alpha dogs. Don't I don't expect Harden to shoot his 30-plus shots a game anymore, so I can't go with Harden. That was the thing with Harden. He got a lot of volume. He scored a lot. We don't know if it's going to happen still. So I couldn't go with Harden. That's why I went with Giannis. The rookie, like Sal said, it's a no-brainer. Zion, if Zion doesn't get injured, just hand the kid the trophy already. My man is literally the... It's clear that he's the best rookie out of all of them. He was... He obviously... I know he's everybody's like, oh, he's out of shape. The man is not out of shape, dude. The dude is just built like a fucking statue. He's just a buff, fucking walking muscle, dude. He ain't fat. Um, I just think it's gonna be him. Uh, R.J. Barrett, probably the runner-up. Probably, I would say that. Okay. He's another guy that's gonna need to step up big for that Knicks team, man. I don't think there's a clear-cut uh, alpha dog on that team. So it would be natural for him to come up and, and you know. So you say two-player race? Zion Barrett? Zion and Barrett, yeah, but it's it's not even close. What do you think about uh, the kid from the Grizzlies? Um, I, to Morant? be honest, I haven't even seen seen him play, man. But okay, uh, okay. I heard a lot of good things about him. 
Um, maybe this will change my list in some way once I do get to see some, some down the road from, from Morant. But uh, okay, yeah, we'll see. Okay, so for my defense player of the year, I save bet. I went with Gobert again. Obviously, he's won it back to back. He's gonna try to get that three peat. Um, so that's it for today's pod, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the content. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. The two the pods on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, and iHeart Music. Thank you for coming on the show, Sal. I really appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Hopefully we can do it again sometime. I know you're a busy man. Got a lot of stuff going on. No, anytime, man. Hell yeah. All right, brothers. Take care. Stay safe out there with the fires. I will catch you guys later. Peace.